0: advisory to those who are not animal lovers, open to new ideas or interested in integrative holistic healthcare for your pets and believe that prescription diet is the best food for your pet. This podcast may offend your sensibilities. Have you ever felt frustrated and helpless after listening and doing everything your vet told you to do But it only made your sick pet worse and not get any better? Vets me in 2008 with my first adopted cat, Meow I did everything the vet told me to do And I realised she wasn't getting any better and only worse So I decided to look into alternative health options and was drawn to the stories of holistic pet service entrepreneurs and their transformative journey, overcoming obstacles, chasing their passion and creating a movement that has caused a ripple effect of positive change in the lives of their clients and pets around the world. Join me as I share the raw, inspiring journeys of these amazing entrepreneurs, their successes and failures. My name is Emrys Wang, and this is The Raw Entrepreneur. Good morning, everyone. This is Emrys Wang of The Raw Entrepreneur. Today's episode is with Angela Ardolino, the pet cannabis expert. Her love for rescues of all creatures, big and small, and passion to educate and promote the use of medical cannabis for pets will blow you away. This is her story. Angela Adolino, you know, I mean, like, who's that, you know? (laughs) Who are you? I
1: am a dog-loving, animal-loving cannabis user. (laughs) That's what I am. I am an educator. I want to teach as many people as I possibly can the benefits of cannabis um, because, it, you know, I They laugh at me, but I say, you know, hemp will save the world. It cleans our earth. It's the most sustainable uh, plant. You can make the strongest fabric. You can make concrete out of it. Um, It has a beautiful flower that when you extract it correctly, has all of these incredible um, medicinal benefits. It has a seed that itself is amazing when you extract the oil out of it. Um, So it is just hemp will save the world. It really will. Um, And I think that's the problem. That's why it's going to be kept from us. You know, the cotton industry is threatened by it. The pharmaceutical industry is, you know, um, threatened by it. And then, of course, because it's not regulated, just like you said before, the bad guys move in and, you know, I get articles on a regular basis from pet industry magazines going, get into the CBD rush. You know, this is how you do it. Um, at, uh, we launched at Super Zoo in 2018 when it became legal and there were probably 40 companies there that had a um, hemp seed product or a hemp extract product or a CBD product. Um, whether it was treats, whether it was tinctures, um, and there were 40 of us. And a company called Folium Biosciences came in, and they are hu- a huge company um, that kind of got into the broad spectrum, which means they took the THC out. Um, they manufactured huge amounts of it. They brought 150 representatives to Zoo. And they went around to every single booth. And I don't know if you've ever been to Super no. Zoo, but there's, um, I don't know, like three to 5,000 exhibitors. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's the biggest pet industry event um, in this country. I don't know the world, but it's pretty close. And um, they went to every single booth. So if you had kitty litter, they went up to you and said, do you want to sell CBD oil? You can make lots of money. And if they said yes, they basically white-labeled you know, Angie's kitty litter tincture, you know, CBD oil. So the next year there were over 200 companies at super zoo, um, with some sort of wow. CBD hemp extracts, bullshit, <laughs> you know, snake oil. Um, so it was insane. So we didn't even, we didn't even exhibit and literally got to the point where, you know, we were like, wow. So we always started in the holistic world because that's where we lived anyway. Um, So we had already reached out and had people using the product and, you know, understood, of course, people, anybody who knows anything about essential oils, it makes sense to them, um, you know, why we added. And what's funniest is that when I started, so many people gave me Grief about creating a salve for animals. And I'm like, well, dogs have uh, three layers of skin and have CB1 and CB2 receptors in every single layer. And when I put a salve on a tumor, it shrinks the tumor and kills it and gets rid of it. So laugh at me all you want. And now, you know, they're one of our biggest sellers and are legal. So it's really funny now to see people jump on the bandwagon and try to create a topical. Um, That works. But, you know, when you know, I knew. So I learned, I went to school, educated myself. I knew how to, I I partnered with essential oils experts. Um, He was an expert. His daughter was a holistic vet. It was perfect. Um, we would fight and argue and whatever. And of course you have to go out there and continue now to educate about essential oils because if you type in lavender essential oils and pets, it looks like it will kill them. So, you know, but what's fun is that it's just like cannabis. If you understand essential oils, then you understand how cannabis works because essential oils, you want to make sure where they were grown, how they were extracted. And getting a certificate of analysis that shows you what is in that product, so it's the same thing. So, um, it's uh, it's easy to talk to people, or especially vets who are already using Chinese medicine or are using essential oils. They get it because it's just to me the ultimate essential oil it's the king of them all or the queen of them all comes from the female so (laughs) it's the queen of all of the essential oil plants in my opinion but uh, you asked me um, did I always love animals yep I was um, I'm actually writing a book right now and it starts basically with what I used to do, and I grew up in Miami, Florida, and we lived on about an acre of land on a canal with alligators wow. and ducks and turtles and snakes and and um and we had I had bunnies and ducks, so I literally if something happened to them, I was always you know fixing them. And the only reason that I didn't, you know, go into being a vet is that I asked, told my mom, I wanted to be a vet. And she said, well, you know, you're gonna have to put animals down. And I was like, okay, well then I don't want to be a vet. (laughs) Um, but you know, I always knew that I, um, wanted to be able to rescue animals, um, farm animals, especially, um, and dogs. And, um, so when I became an adult and bought my house in three acres, I was like, now I can get as many animals and do as, do exactly what I want to do. So I use full our full-spectrum hemp extracts on my chickens, my ducks, my bunnies, my pigs, wow. raccoons, wow. you name it. Um, it is my, you know, number one tool in my holistic toolkit Um to treat animals and i have lots of friends who and vets who have done the same and used it with so much great success because it is just it is the king queen of all adaptogens so whatever the issue is i know that what i immediately want to do is get rid of pain you know and suffering pain also you know creates anxiety so having that power to know that if my animal gets sick or injured that I can immediately run and get them go to the heel tincture and put it on their gums and watch whatever it is whether it's a seizure it stops whether it's pain it immediately goes away so I love it and then you're also helping whatever's going on so it gets rid of inflammation in the entire body we have receptors throughout our entire body on our organs all down our spinal cord so you know, it is something that helps animals so much and it has just, I, I don't even uh, remember what my life was before, but I really feel so powerful now knowing that I can help my animals so much. I, I adopt animals and I'll get a sick animal and I'll, you know, I just had a, uh, adopted seven chickens that their mother was killed. Aww and they all came here and they had wet pox. So it was the first disease that came into my farm. And I literally um, treated, had two that were really bad and I treated one with our full spectrum and one I didn't, and the one that I didn't died. Um, And the one that I did lived. And of course, I don't know anything about this disease. So then when I talked to someone, they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it didn't wipe out your entire flock. And I'm like, nope, what did you do? uh colloidal silver apple cider vinegar and a lot of full spectrum hemp extract amazing (laughs) you know so this is um this is what i'm going to keep on doing and now we've got people using it on their horses um i've saved my neighbor's donkey who was dying from colic and it saved him it's just the stories you're not going to be able to stop so don't be discouraged be an advocate. Keep you know sharing the information because it's not all. It's not going to stay that way.
0: So prior to you start officially starting your business for the CBD, the pet CBD um, site, um, how long did it take for you to, you know, develop the the idea and business? Was you know like what challenges did you face? Uh, because I'm you you were I mean you weren't always in this industry, you know. Uh, What were you doing before that?
1: So what's really exciting is that it's a brand new industry. So I, being an entrepreneur, you know how it is when there's something new that you could be, get in at the beginning and become the expert and become the person that knows everything about it was really exciting to me. And then. So when I discovered cannabis, it was just an I was just like, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm not sure where I'm gonna learn land, but this is what I'm gonna do. I owned a uh, magazine, a regional magazine that was a family magazine. So it's kind of funny how you know everything kind of prepares you. So of course, um, because I can't advertise this anywhere on the internet, not on Google, not on social media. Everything is based on content. So I was already writing content. I was already known as a chemical free, you know, all natural type of person. So when I discovered um, ca- cannabis and decided that I was going to sell my magazine, I for gosh, two years was able to um, write stories, nonstop stories about kids and about parents. I got involved with an organization called CanaMoms who was using um, cannabis for their kids who were suffering from brain cancer or Dravet uh, syndrome, which is the terrible one that gives them 200 seizures in a week type of thing. Um, and I was watching these kids be cured. So I would tell one story after another. Um, and then eventually I sold the magazine so that I could fund my cannabis uh, prod, getting into the cannabis industry. I didn't know where that would, Uh, lead me. But what I did is I knew that I needed to learn everything about it. So I spent a lot of time in Canada and in um, California and in Colorado. And I hired a business consultant who was an expert and I literally traveled around with him and um, became an advert advocate and did a lot of speaking and worked here in, in Florida because it didn't pass the first time, worked in getting it passed the second time and then realizing, okay, well now it's legal here here in Florida, but nobody knows anything about it. So holding ed, uh, educational conferences, training doctors, training vets, wow. training nurses, how it works. Um, so, and then, and then being able, having the opportunity to attend the inaugural class at the University of Vermont, then learning that animals had the same, that's when I knew that was the direction that I was going to go. Um, and the fact that there was nobody doing it. Um, so in 2015, that's when I started to really, uh, start using it on my animals. Um, and then in 2016 is when basically I'd say a year of creating research and development. Um, you know, when I, I guess I didn't finish, but when I bought the grooming and boarding shop, I, I got to see how many animals were suffering, how many dogs and cats were suffering. You know, me, my inspirational, I lost my first dog at age of seven because I did it all wrong. My conventional vet, I fed the, the kibble diet. I over-vaccinated. I did everything that you, were, you I did it wrong. Um, so I knew I was never going to do that again, but what I didn't realize is that that's what most people are going through, that all of their dogs are dying young, um, because of this. So it, that's what really propelled me to be this loud mouth advocate and not even, not only not sell any kibble, but. Um, I don't have anything, you know, I try not to have anything that's not natural or anything in my shop that's not going to help. So I have all those alternatives that you can't find everywhere wow. else. Um, and that's what made it easy to develop the tinctures um, because a normal bottle of CBD oil, you look at it, oh, I'm just noticing the squirrel in the
0: window. Yeah, I just saw that too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it visits all
1: the time. <laughs> um, so I, I, was able to see that, okay, I've got anxious dogs, I've got dogs with arthritis and allergies, and then I've got dogs with major diseases. So I was able to make tinctures specific for those, what dogs were really suffering from, which then made the labels easy to read and understand. Um, So you literally can go, oh, okay, this one's for anxiety, this one's for arthritis, this one's for cancer. So it's kind of like, was really easy to develop um, and that that's what happened and the more people used it the more the word got out um, and then of course you know having big influencers like a Rodney Habib try it and 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 it works so well and love it and then invite me to come on as this cannabis expert was awesome um, but we have I've have dogs that were paralyzed get up and walk again I've Killed cancer. I've gotten rid of lymphoma. I've exploded more disgusting tumors than you can imagine. Um, st- did I say stop seizures? I've stopped so many seizures and nothing. No, nothing bad. All good. All the dogs. Dogs are thriving. Um, I have my Doberman right now has osteosarcoma. We're only using cannabis, ozone therapy. Of course, raw keto diet uh, by Billy from Answers, um, mushrooms, and um, hasn't spread. She's six months in, hasn't spread, hasn't gotten any bigger. I haven't amputated. I haven't done anything else. So, you know, it's just, and I am giving her more THC. I give THC, um, as you may have heard, kills cancer cells. Um, they it it speeds up their cell death and it's they don't have a chance and CBD helps stop the spread so I want to kill the cancer especially if it's trying to spread Um, so at night I do give her 8 to 10 milligrams of THC uh, on her gums and um, she had to get used to that and she definitely gets high but it's at night and she sleeps most of it off but she wake in the morning I mean, that dog is so happy because I'm sure she's getting the best night of sleep ever. So happy and loves life and thriving. And of course, she doesn't know she has cancer. Only we know that.
0: Wow. And you were saying you've had your rescue farm for what, 10, 15 years? Over 15 years. So you've actually seen the benefits of switching up the lifestyle, the diet, you know starting from like you said you, you you started like me we we listened to the conventional vet did every we were very good you know clients in that sense very you know we listened to whatever they suggested we did everything they did you know and when you did the switch as you learned more about you know other holistic alternative methods um, being a rescuer yourself, you actually could see the changes and the benefits that it happened. It was almost like a miracle when it when it when it does those changes. And with you adding in um, the cannabis into the mix, you know, I'm so envious because, to be honest, in Singapore, it's considered illegal. It's a class one felony drug here still, marijuana. You know, I've tried. I've written to the to the government agencies to ask if I can bring in pet CBD oils. You know. Um, and I emphasized the word pets and organic and natural, whatever. And they said no, you know, because of the law. Um, so until the law changes here, unfortunately, I can't, I can't experience what you're describing. And you know, I am green with envy. <laughs> I have been wishing so much that you know, I, you know, that we could legalize it here. Because um, listening to your stories on on social media and and reading your articles and everything, you know. Um, It just makes me wonder like, why, you know, why don't they, they legalize a natural product? You know, I, right. It makes you think,
1: it makes you think, remember we were in the same boat that you're in, you know, in 2015, I was in the same boat. It was legal in California. And now California is the biggest mess. Like it is a giant mess because it was legal for third medical marijuana was legal for 30 years now wow. and then they made it recreational they were the first state to be both medical and recreational but in 2016 if you went into a dispensary medical marijuana was not was did not have to be tested under regulations but recreational did so that means people with cancer could, were getting, and they were getting products with pesticides, herbicides, all, all kinds of things on it. So then they, of course, caught up and changed that, I think in 2018. Wow. So imagine all of these growers, all of these dispensaries, everybody who were selling these products with no regulations now basically had to close down. Wow, You can't turn around and grow an organic um, product on somewhere that you have been using regular conventional products. It takes a certain amount of time. I want to say that it's like six years that you have to cleanse the soil and all that. So they can't turn around and do it right now. So literally you could buy a dispensary or a marijuana cannabis farm for nothing in 2018. (laughs) It was crazy. Um, and then you had Canada who was doing it correctly. Um, I worked with an organi- a guy who created a grow system that grew a medicinal product. So I literally have been on all sides of the industry to understand it um, and it is, it is crazy. I've never seen more people um, come on board and white label or put out hemp seed oil and say that it's a full spectrum product or even a broad spectrum product. And then what happens is that people try it. And of course, this is gonna happen in your country when it does happen, you know, people are gonna release, they're gonna go, oh, THC is the schedule one and what's bad. So then they're going, you're gonna get CBD products that are called broad spectrum or have no THC. Well, those aren't, stay away from those. Oh, wow. <laughs> But uh, you have to understand, even in Florida, it didn't pass here. So I almost moved. You know, the only reason I didn't move is because my choices were Colorado and California. And Colorado, I already lived there and I can't deal with the snow. I'm a Florida girl. And then California's industry was so messed up that it it was easier to stay here in Florida, fight to make it legal. And we did. So I you you have, to ima- you have to start somewhere. Um, and where my country, they said the states make the decision. So that's why I had to go stay, stay in my state and fight for it. So start, you could start somewhere, start anywhere, find out where do you start, who is in charge of that. And remember, now all you have to do is go do what the United States is doing. Look at what Colorado has been able to do with the money, taxing the money, you know, taxing it or California, look at what's going on. And they still can't make enough to, um, to, uh, take care of the demand here in Florida. They're out of flour all the time. They run out of it. And, you know, even though the industry is kind of a mess, at least I can get medical marijuana, which is a beautiful thing it's a little, it's overpriced. It's stupid, the process, but at least I can get it and I can get it for my dogs too. So I'm very happy about that. And you can in the United States buy a full spectrum product that will save your dog's life. Could you, which is pretty, could
0: cool. you explain? Cause you know, I have, I have a lot of listeners who will probably, you know, never thought about CBD oil, anything cannabis Because uh, mm-hmm. growing up, you know, I was indoctrinated in school that it was a you know, drug, it was evil and blah 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 yep. um, Could you explain very briefly, you know, what are the different types uh, of cannabis or, you know, you, you talk about full spectrum, broad spectrum, isolates Could you just give a, a you know, a cliff notes or something, you know, on... on you bet. Yeah. So everything
1: is the cannabis plant Um, So kind of think of it like as a line and cannabis is the plant and then over on one side you've got marijuana and on the other side you have hemp. So marijuana has more THC therefore it has less CBD and THC is what makes you high and CBD on the other side of the spectrum has more CBD therefore has less THC and the United States has named or called even though they're incorrect, 0.3% less THC, they have named hemp, right? And then everything else above 0.3% THC is marijuana, (laughs) um, which is not the case. So it's, uh, it's all a cannabis plant and We have to know the definitions because one's called medical marijuana or marijuana and the other one's called hemp. So we have to to work in those guidelines because that's what they've called it. But everything is the cannabis plant. It is just a matter of how it's grown. Just like you can have a lavender plant and there are several species of it and they're going to be, uh, the different species are going to have a different makeup of compounds and have different effects just like that. Um, So even the lavender that we choose is uh, grown in a biodynamic farm and the plants, lavender plants become more potent as they become older. And so our lavender plants have been there for 15 years and they are extracted the same way we extract the medicinal properties out of the cannabis flower. It's just another amazing plant. So Just like lavender, the biggest problem with lavender or most essential oils is that they'll just take a part of it out, most likely whatever makes it kind of smell that way, and they're not getting a whole flower, whole plant extract. Same thing goes with cannabis. So a full spectrum product means that, I just was watching one of the dogs puke on the carpet. (laughs) I was like, wait, I think I hear, yep, there it is. So sorry for that. Um, so full spectrum means that we literally, the flower, the plant grows, the flower blooms, and in a certain specific time where it's the best, we chop off the flower, we dry the flower, we grind the flower, and then we put it through um, well I'll explain that in a minute And then we extract all of the oil out of that flower, just like we do for lavender. All of the oil that comes out of that is called a full spectrum product. We didn't change it, we didn't adulterate it, we didn't take anything out of it, we just squeezed that whole flower and got this oil. So that means it has the THC in it. So here in the United States before 2018 when it was legal to have that 0.3% THC, I waited My products were developed and completed in 2016, but I had to wait two years because I learned in school that you had to have that 0.3% or THC in it for it to be um, called a medicine or to have those medicinal properties or therapeutic uses that I learned all about. Cannot take the THC out, has to be in there. So if you didn't have an education and you didn't care, everybody just said, well, why don't we just make broad spectrum products, which a broad spectrum product means they take out the THC. The THC most of the time is still in there. It's just not detectable on a test, on a lab test. So that existed on the human side of things for people that wanted to take Um, CBD for anxiety or stress but were being drug tested at their workplace and they were too scared to fail it so they would take a broad spectrum product that doesn't have has the THC taken out so it makes sense on the human side but it does not make sense on the pet side so people those that fully in bioscience as I told you there were 400 companies that flooded into you know super zoo and launched a product So not all products are created equal. Um, Most of them are a broad spectrum product. And then you have isolate. Isolate means they have pulled out just the CBD and nothing else. And it's usually in a powder powder form. It's usually what's you know, when it does start becoming legal, you'll see what happens in the United States. You can get it in your coffee now and you can put it on your, you know, whatever. So that is a completely different thing. Um, one day we may find that CBD isolate is fantastic for this specifically, but CBD alone does not do all of the things that I tell you it does. It is not a medicinal product. You want a whole plant, whole flower extract. That, it, when, when all of the compounds, when all of the cannabinoids, the terpenes, the flavonoids, the fatty acids, the vitamins, everything that exists in that oil are together, it's called the entourage effect. They all help each other work. Um, and if you take any of those parts out, they're not as effective. So it's really important. Um, you know, we used to we used to give our tips on how to find, how to choose, because you know we're we have followers all over the world also. So it's always a little different in every country, but we're like this is how you choose. Number one, make sure you have that certificate of analysis. So like on our bottles, we do a QR code. So you take a picture of that QR code. It takes you directly to this batches, COA, the certificate of analysis, showing you that it has that 0.3% THC. It has all the other cannabinoids and also shows you that it doesn't have the uh, herbicides, pesticides, heavy metals, any of the bad stuff in it. Extraction, people use different types of extraction. So if it's ethanol or butane, that would also show up in the COA. So that's the most important thing. But now I'm kind of thinking that the most important thing after the COA is who started the company, who owns the company, what is their intent? Because I think it's really easy to see, um, you know, when someone's just out to make a quick buck versus someone who, you know, is really trying to create a medicinal product. And I think it's pretty easy. And there's, there's really, it's really really easy for, for you to figure that out If you don't can't find anything about the owner or the person or the, the person that started it just move on to another one. Um, they're not all created equal and there are here in this country some really good ones We're not the only good ones. Um, I've even suggested other companies because it is we use certain strains and even strains are different and the strains have different um, makeups of cannabinoids. So we're gonna get to the point where we go, ooh, this plant strain is awesome for breast cancer, or this cannabinoid mixed uh, combination is great for breast cancer. We're gonna get to that point at at some time. But right now, we're all, everybody, the world is testing different strains, doing different things, but the research is out there um, I know on my website, AngelaArdalena.com research, CBDdoghealth.com slash research. We try to put every single one of those pieces of research that get done on there so that you can already see uh, the benefits and what's already been tested. Good thing is that most of the time when a study is being done, they test on animals. So when people go, well, there's no test on animals. Well, there are because they used animals in the studies. So there, there was already studies, 1973, a Rosencrantz study uh, was a test to see how much THC would kill an animal. And uh, they gave the animals 9,000 milligrams, which is insane wow. of THC, um, beagles, rats, and monkeys. The two rats died of aspiration. They passed out, threw up, and choked on their vomit. No beagles, no chimpanzees died. And the chimpanzees' livers actually regulated it and brought themselves, metabolized it and brought themselves back to normal. So if we don't have that fear, we're unstoppable. That's what I think I should say, that I feel so powerful that I can help and take away pain and suffering from animals immediately, but to know that there's no terrible side effects and that I'm not harming them at all is awesome. You can't say that about any prescription medication. They all have a side effect because they're not natural. Mm-hmm. It's not something found in nature. So our liver or kidneys have to fucking metabolize it and figure out how to do something with it. Um, and that doesn't happen in, in when you're using a natural product. Um, so to me, it's my number one tool in my toolkit and I love it and I I can't wait for one day and it will one day get to
0: you. I'm sure there's probably, I believe in that I'm, I'm visualizing it. I'm willing it to happen, you know, that it's going to happen. It will. It's just a matter of time, you know?
1: Yeah. There's probably already an underground, somebody, something doing something there. What I found is that I was the only animal person entering into the human thing because I was the first. So you may be the first, but I guarantee you that there is an underground movement happening and you can go in and go, I'm the animal person. What can I do? <laughs> <laughs> or what do I need to get petitions signed? Do I, and you know, you never know. It's, to me, it's, uh, there's no, there, any, I can get anybody the medicine now you know, before it was legal in all 50 states here, when I went to California or Colorado, if I had a friend suffering from cancer and couldn't get him a medical product, I got them that medical product because I was like, I'm saving lives. This is not, I'm not gonna keep this from anybody. It's inhumane to keep this from us and our pets. Just is
0: so you did about a year of R and D before you actually produced your first product. Your first product was um, a full spectrum whole plant um, oil, and but I noticed you you sell salves as well. So when and how did you you know go into this this uh, non you know liquid product?
1: Um, well, I knew that the dogs had uh, three layers of skin and had receptors in each, in each layer. So I knew salves would work wonderfully. I also knew, you know, if I had arthritis in my, you know, hands or whatever, putting a salve on really helped. So that's why I did it. Um, people thought I was crazy because they were like, well, how are you going to put a salve on a furry animal? Well, most of the problems that I saw were either underneath... Uh, paws, nose, and if you do put something on a uh, tumor, well first of all the tumors are always out a little bit or n- sometimes don't even have hair, but if you put it on a hairy spot it's gonna go down to the shaft of the hair and into the bump or tumor or whatever anyway. Um, so I just knew that I, I like I said, I figured out what I saw dogs suffering, dogs and cats suffering from the most. So that's how I created my tinctures and then what what they were suffering from in the salves. So I made three salves. One um, is called Nourish and that is for those bulldogs, those pugs that lick their nose and they get so dried and crumbly. Or in the winter, the dogs that, you know, are walking in the cities that get the scratchy pads. So both of those, um, it has full spectrum along with uh, vanilla in it and coconut oil. And it's very soothing. Then my favorite is our Soothe Salve, which has ginger in it and um, honey. And it is great for hot spots, yeast, bug bites, scrapes, boo-boos. At the groom shop, we get a lot of dogs that are very matted and have to be shaved, so it gets rid of that irritation immediately. Um, And then my tumor killer is my remedy salve, which I added eucalyptus and peppermint essential oil in them also. Um, I had mentioned in the calm my calm tincture that I put lavender essential oil in it. And then my ease one, which is for allergies and arthritis. I added frankincense and turmeric in it. And the reason that I picked these plants is because um, they have some of the same uh, terpenes that cannabis has. So they're very synergistic and work really well together. So terpenes are just uh, these uh, compounds that are in plants. It's usually what gives plants their protection, their smell, um, their color, and they also have wonderful medicinal properties. Um, a couple of my favorite uh, terpenes is like myrcene, for instance, that you can find in mangoes or limonene, which you can find in lemons and both of those terpenes and remember we were talking about this entourage effect of how they all work together both of these terpenes one of their jobs is to dampen the effects of thc right so imagine if you are you're you live in colorado and you go to the dispensary and you buy whether you buy a joint or you buy a vape cartridge or whatever and you smoke it and then it makes you super high and you're like whoa You can literally go suck on a lemon or, or a eat mango and it will dampen the effects of the THC because of the terpenes that are in those fruits. So we're just going to have, continue to keep having fun and figuring out, you know, which oils, which adaptogens work even better together. Um, You know, we already have 40 products developed that I haven't launched yet because once you get on the, you know, the bandwagon, you're like, wait a minute, what about this and this? Uh, these will make this even more powerful. So it's very exciting. Um, you know, we're working on, um, water soluble products. So, you know, where you'll just be able to spray it into an eye Wow. You know, without having the oil. And of course we're made up of mostly water. So it would be quickly absorbed into our skin quickly. Um, so it's very, we're very excited. Um, here in the United States already, I mean, we have only been out two years and uh, we are uh, being sought after to be bought. (laughs) A lot of the other good ones have already been bought and we are already seeing them change formulas or do things cheaper. So it's, um, I hate that part, but we won't do that. And um, it's, uh, it's just the next phase. And you, you, you know that, you know, the big company is gonna buy the little companies and then the ne- uh, next thing they're gonna do is start going globally. So you may not even have to be an advocate for very long and and someone's gonna come in and, and change it all because there's no stopping it. So, so many countries had it, you know, on their vote. Um, every day we get another country that is, you know, open. You just told me Thailand and I'm like, oh, there's another one. <laughs> So there's it's gonna it's gonna get to you I promise.
0: Um you mentioned you bought a uh, dog grooming shop business. Mm-hmm. Um how yep. long ago was that? Uh
1: 2000 16, 17, I Think 2016 is when I bought it. Okay.
0: So you know um why did you buy that? You know,
1: uh so I it's a great question. <laughs>
0: when I
1: Developed the my products, I couldn't sell them because I it wasn't legal yet until 2018. So as a crazy entrepreneur, I got bored. I had sold my magazine, so I literally typed into this website into Google <laughs> businesses <laughs> for sale uh, animals or agriculture, and literally a mile and a half up the road is this groom shop and um it was a disaster and i literally we have probably five different groom shops to choose from in the area and i couldn't take i i went to every single one of them for my schnauzer and none of them hated them all so i was like i'm going to create the groom shop that i want to take my dog to <laughs> so it was a disaster but yep we bought it. Um, I love the business. Um, I love, I love how um, how we can change dogs' lives so much, and how we have a following. And we've actually enhanced the business now. We're opening up our second location, and we've added our vet, who is the same vet from CBD Dog, and so now we're going to offer. It's going to be like a med spa for pets so there'll be massage and acupuncture and chiropractic and ozone therapy and all of these other natural therapies um, where your dog can literally come in and get a groom haircut bath groom and get a massage and ozone therapy while he or she is there so we're trying to make those much more cost effective and easily accessible to pet parents because right now again, I can't, I don't have anyone around me. This is what happens to us on a daily basis, is that we get hundreds of people every week writing us where their vet doesn't know anything about um, cannabis medicine, says it's dangerous, it's going to kill them. They've tried everything else. They can't find anyone. So we've actually created a list of vets that do telemedicine now, thanks to COVID, um, where you If you don't have a holistic vet near you, you can now get one on the phone. And the biggest question is, okay, this pharmaceutical isn't working. I want to try cannabis. How do I wean them off? And I'm not a vet, so I can't do that. I don't know about that. I do know about it, but I'm not a vet, so I can't advise you. So now you can have a vet that will advise you. Um, So we're just trying to make it really easier for pet parents to find these other things that are all natural and are life-changing. You know, a chiropractic adjustment can make a dog walk again. Chiropractic adjustment and CBD oil will make a dog walk again or not even be in pain. So it's, it's, I've seen it work on all of my dogs at the rescue. I've seen, we've had a chiropractor come to our shop um, for the past year and, you know, watched Dogs go from coughing to stop coughing to limping to not limping. And they, everything that we benefit from, whether it be diet or holistic remedies, they benefit from, and they go through old age like us, So, but they go through it faster and worse. You know, they go from age 30 to age 60 super fast. So that's why when they're seven, eight, nine is when we start seeing the problems start show up. And of course, I didn't know that. I thought that was just my dog. And then when I, you know, got into the grooming and boarding business, I saw that every single dog. I literally can, I, it's almost like a game in my shop where I'll look down at a dog and I'll, and I want to write down dogs, seven, eight, or nine. It's eating some sort of chicken based kibble. (laughs) And I can like guess it and I'll go, how old? and I'll get the age right. Kibble. I think it's chicken okay well most dogs are allergic to chicken kibble's terrible and that's why he's covered in red and yeast and everything else so it's um it's what we all all pet parents you know go through if they don't have access or don't know about all the holistic wonderful people we know about so basically
0: your grooming shop was like your your incubator test um test place to Test your ideas and, and Your products and in a way It was like a, a shop front to, to, to spread the good Word out um, Yep well, You know What what's what made you decide to buy over A crummy bis- business versus Starting you know a brand new one I mean
1: Well um, I didn't know the Business at all okay. um, If I did I probably would have never done it <laughs> Um, but, uh, I don't know. That's a great question. I just, I thought it would be easier to purchase a business that, you know, was doing well, um, instead of start one from scratch because I didn't know the business at all. So what I got to keep was I used I got to go in and keep all of the clientele and I got to keep the groomers, which, well, the staff. Which I ended up getting rid of all of them, but two. Um, but it was because only two were willing to change, right? Yeah, that, that was
0: that was what I was I was wondering because when you bought the existing business and you know they were doing, you know, not fantastically or not the way your philosophy it did not align with the way you wanted it to be. You know, um, there would have been in my mind some conflict. You know, with even just the staff that, that was retained on board Like, why do we have yep. to do, why do we have to change, you know And why can't we use this product, you know uh, Because they would be, number one, so used to using their commercial chemical laden products And used to that sort of fake smell, the artificial stuff you know, that oh my god you know that, that, no idea. that causes all that brain fog in the first place you know and all the right. skin, skin problems as, as well most of the time sometimes so you know to me to my mind just even doing what you did there was already like I, I could see dissension brewing among the you know original staff and even say you bought the clientele you know were majority of them willing to embrace the change? Or you know how You know like getting them to change Their attitude like you know why are you using This one and um, you know Sort of they might look at the price difference In terms of cost and they might Say like why am I paying this much For your product and you know The old product yep. you know
1: We did it was You know she had a the previous Owner had a pretty bad wrap So um, but But she had two of the best groomers ever. So w- we lost a lot of people, but we gained a lot of people. Um, so you will, it was funny because it was like, well, how do we announce that there's new ownership? Well, the first thing I did was buy, we have a billboard that literally over our shopping center pointing down. And you know, we have beautiful logos and creative. So just putting that up, gave, let people know that something has changed. We still the shop has been there for over thirty years.
0: Wow! It's
1: the shop that groomed the dogs in Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands was filmed in. Oh the wow! Okay. So that has claimed the fame, but oh my gosh, it was. She had no retail. Um, you walked in the lobby; it smelled so bad. She had a broken washer and dryer sitting in the lobby. Uh, black mold everywhere. The the products that we bathe dogs with, I spent three months in the bathing room just learning everything. I literally would come home and my skin was coming off of my arm. Um, I now with the rheumatoid arthritis and not being exposed to chemicals. When I am exposed to them, oh my gosh, I freak out. You know everything. I get a get a litmus test. Like, yes, I am the card the canary in our shop for sure. But um, got rid of all the the toxic cleaning products, the shampoos and the perfumes and the crap. It was unbelievable. And yes, they fought hard. They still fight me hard because it took me forever to find a good shampoo and conditioner. So I found one and then I found a better one. And every time, a matter of fact, I'm using now the product that I first introduced to them because they have to like it. Um, And they refused it. And now, since we've gone through others, now this one's their favorite. It cracks me up. But now they're used to it. And not only that, what's beautiful is, they could tell in their own health, how they felt better. That the air quality was cleaner. Everything was cleaner. You know, everything, the skin irritations, the weird cough, the weird headache, the brain fog, all of that lifted. So me just forcing it and it, you know, the benefits showing themselves really helped. And then, you know, of course I didn't come from the grooming business, so I was definitely tested. So I walked in going, no, 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 no. You're not going to use that. You're going to use vinegar, hydrogen peroxide and a water rinse. You know, you're going to put this all natural soothe on them. And they looked at me like I was crazy. And then guess what? Literally one treatment and the owners are going, what did you do? Oh my God, this is amazing. All of his open sores are gone. I mean, you should see what we see. I didn't even know like dog skins coming off. Dogs with Cushing's are covered in warts and they explode and ooze and bleeding and whatever. So I introduced all of these holistic, whatever, and changed dogs' lives. So literally it it turned into she doesn't know what she's doing too. What should we do? What should we do? What should we do? So however many years later, I'm like, yes, you know what to do now. Yes. Vinegar. Use the vinegar. So, um, you know, or they'll come up and say, we're out of ear cleaner. I'm like, no, we're not. We make our own. Remember? (laughs) So it's, um, it, it was a, it was hard, but now I feel like, I know it inside and out, and now I can open one exactly the way I want it to be open, and I know what I'm doing, and it is really hard to find good groomers. You know, you kiss a lot, just like it's hard to find good employees, mm. um, but finding groomers, it, it, every business that I've done is the same. You got to find people who who love and are passionate about what they're doing. Mm. And that's the only way. Otherwise, they're not doing it out of, especially you're you're working with a kid or an animal. You don't love them. I have no use for you. <laughs> Go away. Yeah. <laughs> if dog barking irritates you or a dog moving around while you're trying to groom, forget it. And, you know, what people don't understand is that this is, Grooming businesses and boarding businesses and mobile grooming, most of the time, they're independent contractors. And it's one of the favorite jobs of criminals, who people who have criminal records, which after I fired two of my employees, found out they both had records. And one of them only became a groomer because he literally got out of jail and that was offered to him as one of the jobs he could do. Right. Is he could become an independent contractor and groom dogs. He didn't even like dogs. So, you know, when people are like, Oh, I'll just do mobile grooming. I'm like, all right, well, go ahead and get his name and put it into the little thing and make sure you're not inviting a crook over your house (laughs) (laughs) who doesn't even like dogs. (laughs) Yeah. But it was, um, I've learned a lot. I feel like everything has happened, um, you know, in this business and it, uh, You know, what's the number one thing is reviews, you know, how many people have, you know, an amazing, wonderful experience because we love what we do. We love, you know, there's a rule, a dog comes in and needs something, whether the pet parent's going to pay for it or not, we're going to treat that dog because I can't have a dog that's suffering or not, doesn't get helped when it comes into my shop. So, you know, we will work with people, we will do whatever we can to help dogs that are suffering. They call me Dog Jesus because I literally walk around and <laughs> administer CBD oil to anybody who's suffering.
0: You're anointing I mean, them.
1: we, get, <laughs> yeah, the holy we get old dogs who can't even walk, you know, mm. come in. We are, we're the shop in town that takes the bad
0: dogs and we're the only
1: one who can groom them and we're like, yeah, well, I, we love what we do. You know, I think,
0: we're very gentle. Like you said, you need to be passionate. Passionate. you got to love what the job that's dealing with animals yeah. And I think it's because of the passion that, you know, the, the good employees that stayed on, especially with, with you, um, that was because they were more willing to learn a new way of of uh, cleaning and grooming an animal, you know. Um, and you were saying, like, you know, there was, there was a lot of resistance initially, but the proof is in the pudding. You know, once they saw, you know, that your, your way... Um, the results that happened with the animals and the feedback from the clients, especially, um, that sort of the, that those testimonials would change the the mind or the the the, the preconceived you know uh, perception of of those staff, so they were more willing to learn, you know. Um, that's actually yeah, amazing.
1: I, it's funny because, like I said, if I had known what I was, you know, up against, I would have never done this business. <laughs>
0: It's the hard Absolutely. work. It's, it's that struggle. Did you ever think about quitting? I mean, like, like the closed shop.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like right now, I'm, I'm building my second shop and I'm done doing construction, commercial construction for the first time. And it is an absolute nightmare. <laughs> but I also believe that the world is rigged in my favor. And so somehow I'm going to look back on this at some point and go, oh, okay. Which I usually do. So it keeps, that keeps me sane, but you know, we have been thrown, which I know so many small businesses have, but the pandemic and you know, what's legal, what's not. And you know, it's, it's nuts. It's crazy. Um, But you know, it makes me a stronger entrepreneur. It makes me, you know, it gives me more on my personal resume that only I'm going to see, of shit that I can take and stuff that I can stand. And, you know, it's my first time in my life. I have a full-time attorney. Wow. I can't even keep up with it. Well, because what's funny is when you're a pioneer and we're getting back to the cannabis industry now, when you are a person going into uncharted territory, it is the wild, wild West. It is crazy. So I am being attacked on, like, I wouldn't even have have guessed it. If you said one of these organizations is going to be after you is gonna to try to shut you down and shut you up. I would have never guessed this one. I would think it was an ally, but you know, there's a lot of money to be made and there's a lot of people who wanna be in control of this industry. And I'm not interested in being in control, but I'm sure as heck not going to let the wrong information get out to pet parents. Um, so don't, don't try to tell me how the medicine works or doesn't work because I studied it And you didn't, or whoever didn't that I'm fighting against. Um, But it's, um, I just, you know, sometimes when I get in my, well, it's not fair. And why is this happening to me? I have to remember that this is a brand new industry and that we are pioneers.
0: And you love it.
1: Who knows? I mean, in those two years that I went out and bought that bit, bought the grooming and boarding, I was going crazy. I had taken every course from every legitimate source. I had done everything. I had traveled. I would everything. And I just was like, I just want to do it. So um, the the shop was a definite, wonderful distraction and learning experience. And I'm so grateful for it because it did allow me to create my tinctures and salves for what dogs were suffering um, from the most. Just on a Friday, we get... Anywhere from seventy to a hundred dogs a day wow, come into play. and I would say eighty percent of them have issues Wow, and of course, because most of them are still eating a kibble diet and probably still over vaccinating or still doing the toxic flea and tick um, so it is it 's sad, but makes me want to open up more shops and show more people that there's an alternative. Uh, uh, People already are. Did you see the statistic that Rodney shared about how many people are raw feeding now compared to- Yeah,
0: that's amazing.
1: So, hey, that's just, use that like cannabis. Mm. There It is, don't give up, keep up the good work. It's gonna change. They can't shut us up. They can't stop us. We're gonna keep on telling people that cannabis works and that raw and fresh feeding works. They can keep on trying. People are gonna- you know, see, they're going to go through what I went through and lose their first dog and then question everything and start doing their own research.
0: What <sighs> in your whole journey to date, you know, what are you most proud of? <sighs>
1: um, I'm most proud of finally trusting my gut and knowing what is right and sticking to my guns and creating, you know, pure, uh, potent uh, products for pets that benefit pets. Um, I'm most proud of basically continuing to believe in myself and what I was doing because from every side, family, people I love telling me that I am crazy (laughs) and what am I doing and you're going to get arrested or, you know, whatever it was. So, um, yeah, I mean, trusting my gut and knowing that my gut has never been wrong and that I know what I'm doing and that I've educated myself and I have um, proven over and over again that this works. So I think that's what I'm most proud of. I'm I'm most proud that I had the nerve to do this um, and to continue to do it. And, you know, I'm just gonna keep on spreading the word and educating as many people as I possibly can because it's the right thing. And so I'm attracting really good people, um, which I love. I think that's, that's probably, you know, I'm just doing what I do best and sharing my knowledge and I'm attracting wonderful people. I attract a lot of icky people too, but I attract awesome people like you. I mean, I never thought that I would be speaking to someone like yourself in Singapore. um, And I think it's awesome. I love that. Well,
0: you know, I can't wait till I can come visit and I'm speaking at an event that you've put on well there. that
1: would be I cool. I
0: I would hope so too one day physically with all <laughs> this uh, pandemic going on you know travel is is such a restriction you know I mean I know but look it's letting us prepare everything and get ready for it when it's over <laughs> but you know Angela thank you so much for making the time to come a- and, and speak to me over here you know and share your story because you you are an amazing lady um, huh. you know and and you know your experience your passion to help the help the animals you know and the fact that you want to advocate and teach and educate everyone about the benefits of um, cannabis you know medically therapeutically you know um, you know I I applaud you I have Huge respect for you You know And I, I bless you And all your animals You know On your rescue oh. farm and, and all those animals That you help Because um, You know You're doing You're doing amazing work You know And I look forward to seeing What else are you going to do Because it's going to be amazing That's all I know
1: Yeah <laughs> uh, Cannabis and animals That's all I'm doing So Just making I, And it's amazing What I'm discovering So I'm going to share it With all of you I promise
0: Thank you for listening to Angela's story. Look out for next week's interview with Dr. Nick Thompson. Wow, I'm so thankful and grateful that you took the time to listen to this podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could subscribe, download, rate, review, and share this with others whom you care about that may enjoy it as well. Thank you and remember to be kind to yourself and others. Have a awesome day, everyone!